0: The message you are listening to was recorded by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota, for the 2015 SENT Conference. More information about Campus Outreach Minneapolis can be found at minneapolis.org. So I really want to help just capture uh, some vision for you guys of what laboring off the campus looks like for the city. So I think the experiences that I had in college, especially part of Camps will forever change my life. And how many of you guys have ever been on a summer project? Half you guys, okay. For me, those experiences, man, three summers in Myrtle Beach forever changed my life. How to study the Bible, learning how to um, study the Bible with other people and teach other people, evangelism, learning what discipleship was, I think I really went from becoming, or from being a boy to becoming a man in a lot of ways, and it was mainly just through watching older, more mature people walk out their lives. Watching some of the staff go through relationships and get married just have forever changed my life. So I think we're all probably at the point now, um, or maybe for the, the freshmen in the room, we might be starting to think about, okay, what is God calling me to do when I graduate? So in CO, especially this conference, we're casting vision for you guys, and we want to send you into one of the three lost worlds. So this this is all about being sent into the city. And many of you guys will probably get a job after you graduate, move into the city, move into a neighborhood, and you'll find a, a church to plug into. So when I think about what it means to be sent to the city, let's take a look real quick at John 17. So if you guys have a Bible, open up John 17. We're going to look at John 17:18. Alex, you want to read that for us? Sure. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. So, uh, a couple weeks ago at Bethlehem, there was this SOMA training. And uh, they taught a really helpful way to think about studying the Bible by asking five questions. So here are the questions. If you guys want a, a helpful way to study the Bible sometime, this is it. Who is God? What has God done? Who are we? what do we do, and how do we do what we're supposed to do? So who is God? What has God done? Who are we? What do we do? And how do we do what we're supposed to do? And you can look at any text in the Bible and walk through those five questions. So we're thinking about being sent to the city. Who is God? So in this passage, God is the one who sent his son into the world. So he's the sender. And, um, what, what has God done? He's really established a pattern of sending. So, as you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. So, uh, what has God done? He's established a pattern of sending. So, it's just casting vision for multiplication and discipleship. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So, then who are we? Well, in this passage... We are the sent. We are the them in the so I have sent them into the world. So we're the sentees. We're God's workmanship. What are we to do? Well, it calls us to... um, What does it call us to This... We are called to being sent into the world. God has commissioned us with the Great Commission. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. So... What are we to do? Well, you guys are a part of campus outreach. What's the campus outreach mission statement? Who knows it? Glorifying God by building laborers on the campus for the lost world. That's right. So what what are we supposed to do? Well, we're supposed to build laborers, right? And right now you guys are still in school, so your context is on the campus, and who knows which lost world God's gonna call you guys into, whether it's to the campus, whether it's to the world or for a lot of us, it'll be to the city. So we want to think about um, praying through what, where is your lost world and asking God to give you vision for where that is. And how are we supposed to do it? Well, I think this is the vision that your staff has really tried to model you. Find faithful men and women, invest your lives deeply into them so that they can uh, teach others also. So it's 2 Timothy two two. it's discipleship. We want to cast this vision of building laborers, whether we're on the campus or whether we're in the city. So three points. You guys can write these down. Where you work, where you live, and where you worship. Where you work, where you live, and where you worship. So last night, we learned a lot from Wayne about the theology of work, that God gets glory from our work simply in taking what God has called us to do, the creation mandate, to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, And to cultivate and develop. And it was really interesting to me as I was reading some of Wayne's stuff and even Tim Keller wrote a book called Every Good Endeavor and it's really changed the way I think about just work in general and that God gets glory even in if you're making widgets. If you do that to the glory of God, you can can give God glory in making widgets or whatever your um, specific skill set is. So I want to challenge us to think that there's no inherent difference between being sent cross-culturally or being sent to the campus as there is being sent to the the city. So a lot of you guys are going to maybe start a business, you're going to get a job, you're going to work, and there's so much potential for you guys um, to work and see your work um, in a God-glorifying way. So I want to pray that as you guys think about where you work, that God would give you a a vision for, for reaching your workplace as your place of ministry. So, um, how many of you guys are working right now? You have a job, where are you working at? Um, I'm a tutor Bethel. Tutor Bethel, awesome. Anyone else, Alex? Telecommunications Technician. Okay, telecommunic- telecommunications technician. I work in land care. Land care, okay, yeah. You working right now? Okay, no. Um, well, if it's land care, telecommunications, tutoring, that's the workplace God's called you to, And uh, it's crazy to think about the statistics of where people live. So in the 1900s, um, there's this awesome book we read at TCP called Why Cities Matter. And uh, it talked about um, how—it talked about a lot of awesome things, but um, it gave some statistics over how people are moving towards cities. So in 1900, only 14% of the world's population lived in urban areas. And then by 1950, it moved up to 30%. And then only a few years ago, almost 75% of people now live in urban areas. So it's it's really interesting to think about the cities are really the place where culture is being changed forever. And uh, there's this quote, says, When cities thrive at amplifying their citizens' talents, skills, and ideas, they become the engines that drive our world for good or for ill. And... Uh, I think there's, man, just huge potential for us as Christians to use our talents, skills, ideas, to use our creativity to give God glory. So as you guys start dreaming about um, graduating, um, being sent to the city, I want you guys to start thinking, praying about how can God use the skills that he's given you to impact the world through the the workplace that you guys um, will be a part of. So uh, just a few practicals. On the college campus, when you guys think about ministry, um, people are really available. Uh, there's lots of opportunity to meet, up with, meet up with people. Um, when you start a job in the workplace, um, people don't have as much time, so relationships tend to take longer. Uh, everything slows down. You have to have more of a long endurance posture. Everything's slower pace. You have to initiate more. So. I want you guys just to kind of have that in your mindset that this is more for the long haul versus you meet some students on the campus and within a couple weeks you can have a, a pretty solid relationship with them. In the workplace it just it takes longer and that's not a bad thing but that's just a, a difference that you guys will, will learn about. So that's where you work. Um, second point, where you live. Most of you will probably choose to live close to your workplace and you can be strategic in where and who you live with. And my only encouragement to you guys would be to engage your neighborhood, get to know your neighbors, pursue them, initiate to them. So my wife Katie and I, uh, we live close to Bethlehem downtown, and it's amazing what pursuing people looks like just in in a downtown area. And a few of our neighbors are uh, Latino, and engaging them looks like me pulling out my Google Translate app and trying to have a conversation with them over Google Translate because I don't speak Spanish. But they love it. They love that I'm pursuing them um, so much that they've really included us as part of their lives. Um, In the Latino culture, when a girl turns 15, they have this big celebration called the quinceañera. Maybe you guys know about that. But we were literally the only uh, non-Hispanic family at this this celebration. And they gave us kind of a a nice seat of honor, so to speak. And just engaging them a little bit, um, loving them, trying to invite them over for meals, um, bringing my sons over to engage them goes a long way. So when you think about where you live, thinking about initiating and pursuing people. Um, one other cool story is um, there's a Somali man that lives across the street from us, and he, uh, every day he would kind of sit out in the, this little courtyard area, and just simply going up to him and asking him how his day was. Um, he's Somali, I'm white, he's probably 70, I'm only 30. But it was kind of a little awkward at first to kind of break that barrier down, but it's been really cool because he's actually now taking salt classes at Bethlehem. I ran into him at the parking lot at Bethlehem downtown I was like, Abdi, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm taking English classes. So, you just never know how your pursuit and initiation of people um, goes off and pays off a long way. And now, because we've had these interactions outside of our houses, we've had these interactions in the Bethlehem parking lot, we're getting lunch together, we've invited him over for dinner, we're sharing the gospel with him. So. Where you live does make a big difference, so whether that's an apartment complex or a neighborhood, pursue people. And uh, the last the last part to think about is where you worship. So we worship at Bethlehem. It's an amazing gospel-centered uh, church. It's really a gift. When you guys graduate, think about getting plugged into uh, a church. Maybe it's Bethlehem or maybe it's one of Bethlehem's church, plantes, uh, church plants. There's uh, been a couple in the last few years. Um, the city's church there's been a, a plant in Woodbury that I would highly recommend you guys get involved with. How cool would it be if 8, 10, 12 of you, um, as you guys graduate, you would kind of go start up this church plant, and you'd use all of your training that you've accumulated while you've been in college, and you'd change the, the, the way the church interacts. So um, regardless of where you choose to worship, um, I would recommend that you guys really get involved in a local church. And become a member and just take some take some time to uh, think and process with people close to you about where where that could be um, when you guys um, end up graduating. Um, So the last quote from this book, Why Cities Matter, the looming challenge to all Christians will be whether we bring the gospel to bear on these centers of influence, the city, or simply react to the effects and overflow of the city. So I think we can look at the city as a as a place to um, go to get things from it, or we can look at the city as a place to, to give of ourself to And I want to encourage you guys to give yourself to the city and find ways where you can use your gifts, um, your skills, your creativity to impact the city for ultimately for the glory of God. So um, as you guys think about um, being sent to the city, just to kind of recap, think about being sent to the city as as high of a calling as being sent to the campus or being sent to the world. Um, that was a a pretty big shift that I had to have as I was thinking about that. Um, think about where you want to live and be strategic. Pursue the people around you and then get plugged in um, to a, a, a local church as you guys think about graduating. Um, so. What kind of questions do you guys have? I just wanted to have a, a few minutes of Q and A as you guys think about being sent to the city. It could be practical questions. It could be, how do I get involved in small group life? This is where I'm thinking about going. What should I think about, you know, uh, church life. When I graduated, I moved to California um, just for a season and got got plugged into a church there and didn't know a single person. And that was what God had for me. And it took a lot of pursuits to get plugged into a small group and to form a community and to do life with people. Um, but hopefully you guys are learning that part of part of graduating and forming relationships is is, is pursuing it, so. Do you guys have any questions when it comes to being sent to the city? Could you talk to us about Twin Space Project? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, specifically, um, this summer, we are going to be uh, learning about Minneapolis so the past the past few summers it's been around 30 students that have been just taking jobs uh, in the city or doing internships and we meet a couple times a week one night of training we meet uh, downtown at a local coffee shop on Washington Avenue and we uh, have some type of developmental stimulus Um, this past year, we read this book Why Cities Matter and we just invite in alumni who have graduated to come speak into issues on how to, how to get engaged um, with, with the city, um, to learn about the, the culture of Minneapolis, and then to think about how can we be on mission in the workplace that, that God has called us to. So if you're interested in, in the Twin Cities project, sealminneapolis.org um, slash TCP, there'll be some registration up there. Um, so yeah, we meet uh, a week, you guys form little small groups that you you'll meet in throughout the summer, and then we usually go to worship together downtown at Bethlehem on Sundays throughout the summer. So just, just two, two nights a week um, throughout the summer. It's all of June, all of July. We have a kickoff weekend retreat, which is actually really fun. Um, uh, and uh, we, we go downtown, we get a tour of the, the Stone Arch Bridge area. Uh, we go on a Segway tour, a lot of fun. Alex is nodding, he had a good time. Um, and we have a couple other retreats that we'll do throughout the summer too. I highly recommend TCP. Other questions. Cool. Well, thanks for your time. Um, how would I pray for us, then we can roll out of here? Um, God, thank you for uh, just all of the encouragement this weekend to to think about our calling. That we are we are the the sent ones. We have been called um, to to make disciples of all nations. So I pray that we would use our experiences in campus outreach of learning what it means to, to be a laborer, and we would have vision for impacting the lost world. Um, thank you that the, the city is um, a great place. Thank you for Wayne's encouragement to help us think about business being a God-glorifying um, endeavor to work towards and labor at, and I pray that we would um, cast vision for our own lives in the workplaces that you call us to, whether it's tutoring or telecommunications or, or land care, whatever it may be when we graduate, that we would um, look at our workplace as a, as a, as a gift and a, um, a way to impact the world. Thank you for Minneapolis and the, the cultures that are in our city. Thank you for all of the different people groups that are right here in the city for us to um, interact with. And I pray for m- more stories like Abdi, where um, Christians loving their neighbors would would share Christ and invite them into um, a church community to, to hear the gospel. And um, I pray as we labor in each other's lives while we're still in school and we th- as we think about transition that we would um, seek you for wisdom on a calling and a direction and um, give us energy and excitement for a workplace and a, a neighborhood and a, a church to worship. And I pray that there be several of us in this room that would even think about um, becoming a part of the, the new church plant that will be That'll be starting in um, in the summer in South Minneapolis, a, a church that's being restarted and the gospel reigniting a, a, a church that's that's dying out and a new church starting. And there'll be many more stories of of students that have been a part of campus outreach going into these church plants to to help labor and to serve and to to give their lives away and to model what what discipleship is and how it's impacted them and that they would um, make disciples of all nations. So. Help us as we um, labor to that end, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Cool. Well, thanks for your time, guys. Um, I'd love to talk to you more if you have questions about the city or TCP. Thank you for listening to this message from Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others, but please do not charge for these copies or alter the content in any way without written permission from Campus Outreach Minneapolis. For more information, we invite you to visit us online at clminneapolis.org.